Good afternoon, Thursday the 2nd. We've got NFL tonight and all the other sports. No college until tomorrow. Lighter slate on that. Let's start with uh, pro football. So we're going to have two units in play on this game. And there's a lot of public money on Dallas, and I'm not thrilled with that. But Dallas minus six for half a unit. Now, again, we're going to get two units total on this game. Dallas minus six for half a unit. I, I think they're going to win by – this is this is going to sound a little hokey, but it makes some sense. They're going to win pretty handily by 17 or so, or they're going to sneak one out by a field goal or even less, like uh, they're, the difference between a touchdown and two field goals, one point or something. So only half a unit on Dallas minus six, because I do think there is leverage on the upside of that six, but it scares me a little bit. If you're loving New Orleans, then you better find a book that's at six and a half rather than the six, and then buy a half point to get to seven. That'd be the only way to play New Orleans. And over 46. Now, again, there's been some news. There's a lot of injuries and COVID issues with both. Well, Dallas has a COVID issues, injuries on both. Kamara's out for the Saints, and the, the total dropped a point when that news came out, and it went from four and a half, Dallas by four and a half, Dallas by six to six and a half, all on Kamara. And that is significant because without Kamara and Ingram last week, they got demolished, but Ingram is playing. Ingram is playing. However, two linemen for the Saints are out. It's going to be hard for them to get that run game going. It really is. And then uh, Taysom Hill's going to be starting his first game of the year. He's a running quarterback. He's not a good passing quarterback. Um, anyway, so the total, another half unit over 46. Dallas, we're sort of getting it in the injuries and the points. Dallas has both Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb back. Uh, and there was talk about Elliott, Zeke Elliott not playing to the rest of banged up knee, but he's going to go. Uh, so Elliott and Pollard and Cooper and Lamb and Gallup's here. So they have the top three receivers for what, second or third time the whole season. So they're going to probably put some points up. Another bet. I'm not taking it yet. And I won't know for a while yet, but I might look at Dallas first half or Dallas side uh, point total for just a team first half in game. Those are not official plays now, nor they may not become official plays, but officially Dallas minus six for half unit and over 46 in the game for half unit. The other unit is going to do the same game parlay where I'm not going to leave a lot to doubt here. So I'm going to take Dallas on the money line, just win the game and over 39 and a half points, which is a nice key number there. Uh, 39 and a half, over 39 and a half parlayed up with Dallas to win the game at any any way, shape, or form. That is a minus 105 for combining the two, and I'm going to do a full unit on that because, again, I think there's an, op- there's an option for Dallas to win, but not by much. Of course, Saints could win. I mean, I'm not – I don't have a crystal ball. We all wish we did, but uh, it's possible the Saints win. I just don't – I really don't. So I've got, um, obviously, I have money that says they don't. So, uh, I, but it gives you a better chance. Dallas over, the game over 39 and a half, and I really think, I really think that's going to happen. I really do. 
Uh, really strong on that. Obviously, I wouldn't want to buy that by itself. Too juicy. But to combine that with Dallas just to win, it's really it's a good bet. It really is. So off with that. And then uh, college basketball. Now, Northern Kentucky and Cleveland State to go over 133. Uh, yeah, I think in basketball, yesterday, college and pros, I think the live outperformed the pregame bets. It's, I don't know. Sometimes sometimes in these early seasons for college anyway, and it's still fairly early in NBA, it's hard to say what's going to happen. And, and early in the NBA, it's hard to say what's going to happen due to injuries and some of the way the players are not They'll be held out the last minute. It's kind of suspect on some of that stuff with the NBA anyway. College is not that way at all. But anyway, college, North Carolina, North Kentucky and Cleveland State over 30, 133. And then we're going to go with Robert Morris and Wisconsin Green Bay. We're going to take Wisconsin Green Bay by a point and a half, by one and a half points. All right, Southern Utah and Eastern Washington. We're going to go under 156 points in that game. And then finally, Cal Poly Slow and Cal Baptist. We're going to take Cal Baptist minus 10 points. So, yeah, these aren't marquee games. I don't really know that there was a lot of marquee games today. But what I have on my sheet, uh, the most marquee. Actually, there really isn't any. One I didn't even like at all. And then whittled down the remaining 15 games to these four. So, Cleveland State game over, East Washington game under, Green Bay minus the points, Cal Baptist minus the points. That's it for that. Going to NBA. Yeah, um, so close, but no no cigar. Chicago minus two and Portland minus five were nearly plays. Instead, they'll just be keep an eye out if you feel like it. In other words, if you know if if I have time, if I want to, I will look at these live. If New York Knicks jump out to a little bit of a lead, I still like Chicago. Provided, again, there's no significant changes to the lineup that would change this dramatically. And then same thing with Portland. In this case, Portland's the home team. I just don't know. I don't, I don't, I just feel like I'd rather be getting a money line play on that. And I don't want to pay the juice for it. For that matter, same with Chicago. Money line would just seem better to me. The person could parlay the money line up on both of these games, but. I would prefer that Chicago had a little bit better chance of, I mean, this is almost a push with Chicago and Knicks and the Knicks are at home. So it just, they're just not a play, but they're watching. Now the big games of the, is on, on hockey. I mean, it's probably, it is the least bet sport in general for right now. Um, I mean, it's a, it uh, surpasses soccer in the United States. It does not surpass soccer worldwide by any means. And we've got listeners and, about 15 countries where soccer's mostly what they play. They're certainly not getting the soccer picks here because uh, it's not going to come from this podcast anyway. No offense to soccer fans. There's just there's no way this podcast is going to provide that. But um, all right, so hockey's been the hot sport. It's been just a cash cow. Uh, and there's probably quite a few listeners that are on simply to listen to the hockey because it's, it's not as widely attainable as the other sports. Everyone seems to have an opinion on NFL, right? Um, we're making good money in, in hockey. So here's what we got. We got a lot. 
Uh, we're going to do St. Louis and Tampa Bay. We're going to take Tampa Bay in the money line, minus 145. That's a home team. Revenge spot, instant revenge. Uh, Tampa Bay, solid winner there. Ottawa and Carolina. Going to take Carolina on the puck line, minus one and a half at minus 130. Then we've got Chicago visiting Washington, where Chicago's completely outclassed here. Now, Washington on the money line, minus one and a half, is plus 125, or regulation line, minus 115. I'm just going to split them. I'm going to do a half unit on each. I'm not afraid of Washington winning by two, but... You know, the funny thing is you got either backdoor ruin of the puck line or you you sneak out a puck line win. You're you're at one game one goal, it's three to two with a minute left. The team behind is going empty net. They're going all out to get that get that goal, and they might get it. Uh or in this case, we're talking about the easy cover on that puck, or the backdoor cover, I should say, on that puck. Puck line, you're up three to two, and you get a sneaky uh, empty net goal to make it four to two, and you cover your puck line. Now you're at plus money rather than giving up, but you're not giving up much juice. You're giving up 115 on that uh, regulation line. And the other side of the coin is, you know, you you could be down two goals, three to one, four to two, and a couple minutes left, you you might as well try for the win, right? So empty net goal and empty net. power play action and you're going and you get that goal you you actually get a goal and you're up now you're down one instead of two and you lose your puck line anyway enough of that everybody knows how that works i believe and now we're going to go to buffalo and florida we're going to take florida minus one and a half on the puck line at minus 120 buffalo while they started out hot is no longer hot florida is one of the premier teams in the league at home Minnesota and New Jersey. We're going to take this game over six. We're also going to do a split thing on the money line, or excuse me, the regulation line and the uh, puck line. So Minnesota minus one and a half is plus 135. They're also minus 110 just to win in regulation by any amount. So half unit on each. This way, if there is one of those things where they just win by one, but it's done in regulation, you at least get half the bet. We break even because the puck line is at plus 135. So we're looking at, as long as Minnesota wins, is it break even if they win by only one in regulation? And uh, we win good money if they win by two. The downside is, obviously, if you go to uh, overtime, neither one of those wins. But then again, what's the difference really? You know, 110 juice plus 135 juice, you're not giving up much. So I think that's the way to go to maximize profits. And we're also going to do this. We haven't done much, but it does make some sense in some scenarios here when you've got a highly favored team. So the same game probably is available in some books. I would say 40% of books available now. And I think the states, I think, well, some of the states have up to 17 books available now legally. Uh, so same game parlay. This is we're we're gonna really juice it up here. Uh, we're gonna take over four and a half in this game. Now remember, I like over six, but we're gonna go over four and a half so that a five goal game actually covers, and we'll take just Minnesota to win. In this case, Minnesota can win in overtime. So this is kind of hedging with what I was just saying. 
what happens if Minnesota wins, but it go due to overtime. Well, here we'll get a little bit of money back. We'll take Minnesota to win any way, shape, or form, and the game to go over four and a half. We'll do that at minus 130 for half a unit. Half a unit. Next game, going to do a little bit of the same action. We've got Columbus and Dallas. We're going to go under five and a half for the game. We're also going to do Dallas minus one and a half at plus 125, and we're going to do them at in the regulation at minus 115. We're going to do half on each of the regulation and the puck line. And again, the full unit on the under. And we'll do the same game parlay. In this case, we're going to take Dallas to win any way, shape, or form, overtime or otherwise. And under seven and a half. Under seven and a half. And we're getting that at minus 115 for half a unit. So that's actually pretty darn good. Getting a two-goal cushion. We can give up, we can have a seven-goal game and have that cover and just win. So if it's an overtime, we win again only half a unit. Haven't done a lot of these, but I'm kind of keeping an eye on the same game parlays when I have a highly favored team and I'm trying to struggle between puck lines, regulation lines, and I almost never do money lines at these amounts, although mathematically it can make sense, but it, I just almost never do it. But I do like this idea of taking them to win on what essentially is a money line bet and then a, a better total. And so there we go. So if I have a highly favored team and a total on the same game, it does make sense for that same game parlay. Finally, Calgary visiting the Los Angeles Kings. going to take Calgary minus 145 on the money line. This is the full game money line, overtime, etc. Um, Kings... Not the greatest team in the NHL. Calgary is a lot better than, you know, don't give a lot of credit. They're they're a high-flying team. So that's all I'm going to put up there today. I, the props, it's hard to get those in, even, even though now it's afternoon. But um, they just don't list them quick enough. Um, so that's it. All right. Good luck.